you are is interesting. So if you're putting only putting out content about what you do, people are going to be bored out of their gourd. But if you can actually be like, hey, but this is my life and this is what I love and this is what I, I don't like. And like, that's what, if you think about it, like those are the things that actually create bonds and connections and clients. Welcome to Reward, the podcast of The Trust. We are the show specifically for women entrepreneurs who want to build businesses into the multi-million dollar revenues and beyond, but especially because we know the reward is much greater than that. I'm Allie Brown, and I'm excited to introduce you to these diverse female leaders from a variety of industries, women making huge impact and who are unwilling to settle for the status quo. On the web, visit jointhetrust.org to learn more about our modern community for forward-thinking seven- and eight-figure women entrepreneurs. That's jointhetrust.org. See you there. Now, get ready to enjoy this episode's powerful conversation. Carrie Murphy and Allie Brown, we're reporting live from Reward. (laughs) I always feel like you just always have that uh, camera presence, Carrie, and that reporter kind of feel to me. So I'm always always like, this is Carrie Murphy reporting live. Um, And finally, are you you proud of me having this show on video finally? I am so stinking proud of you. It is about (laughs) time. Kicking and screaming. I know because uh, you're the, the video you've been, you've been promoting more women getting on video to speak and use their voice and use their power since I met you. And it's funny because I've always just, you know, and I make jokes all the time, but like, it's, it's such a pain in the ass though. I mean, let's be real. I I mean, is it for you or do you just wake up like, boop, I'm ready for video today? I have to still think about it for sure. I mean, it's just a muscle that you build and you just start thinking, oh, would this help someone today? And Yeah, but there are days for sure. I'm like, I am not getting on camera today. I have them too. Yeah. You know what though? I like you just flipped it. Like, will this help someone today? Will what I have to say help someone or will they find my message because it's on video or will they interpret it exactly better because I'm visual, right? So um, so Carrie and I kind of go way back. Um, There's all (laughs) kinds of stories. I feel like we need an agenda and a full day, but we're going to (laughs) narrow it down because we go back into... um, her, I believe, joining one of my programs years ago, and then me having babies, and then her having a baby. And then, um, you know, we were talking about a theme for the show. And I think, you know, women, when we get to a certain point in our careers and lives, you know, we start to realize it's, it's a long game. And giving ourselves permission to step into new chapters and change things is so important. Um, so why don't you talk a bit about the chapters of where you've been, Carrie, and what you'd like to share today? Yeah, so funny, Allie, when I was thinking about you this morning, when I was getting ready, I remember being at one of your Elevate events in Arizona, and I brought my little sister with me. Lauren was a baby. And I remember you asking me outside, you know, like, how are you doing? (laughs) And I remember just crying, like, I'm so tired. That was a chapter, right? That was single mom chapter building my business. And now, you know, I've built a multi seven figure business. I have two babies in my forties, got married. And this is a very different chapter. I'm still tired, (laughs) different tired, Um, but, um, but the chapters are real. And I think that what we talk about so much is giving ourselves permission to evolve, to say that doesn't serve me anymore. I don't want to tolerate this anymore. Decision fatigue is real, I think, as you grow your business too, which is something 
as we're mm. growing and scaling, constantly having to make those decisions. And are they the right decisions for this next chapter? So there have been so many chapters. I feel like I'm on carry 5.0 from starting my first business at 22 to my third business now. Um, but I will say this has been the best chapter so far. I really love what mm. I'm doing. I love who I'm serving. But you know, the burnout, the decision fatigue, the needing to make time for us, it's something we all talk about, but do we really do anything about it? And yeah. that's what I'm stepping into this year. I'm going to stop complaining. I don't have time, space, and energy. And I'm going to really look at claiming my time, space, and energy. Yeah, I love that. Talk about the core offering um, that you have in your business now so people have context in what your business does. Sure. So for the last decade, we've really specialized in helping female entrepreneurs, primarily over 40, get out of that fear, get out of the, I'm not young enough, I don't look like this, and really help them clarify their message and use video to grow and scale their businesses. Um, our signature program is Broadcast Your Brilliance, where they work with us for six months on really getting over, like I said, that fear, who am I? It's incredible to me, Allie, how many incredibly successful women, when they press record, that self-doubt, that imposter syndrome, it, it just creeps up so much. So that's really one of the number one things we do. And mm -hmm. then getting them to understand their message. You're not just pressing record for the sake of pressing record. You're pressing record for the sake of serving your ideal audience. And it truly is. I mean, when you really figure out how to do that, you can't help but grow financially as well because you're reaching such a bigger market. So that's what we do. That's what I love. And it's, it is very rewarding, I must say. <laughs> yeah. So was there ever a time in your, your career where you worried that you did risk burnout, you know, going back to that theme? To me, it just seems like you've stayed so strong and steady the whole way. You know, behind the scenes, was there, you know, a time you knew you had to make a major change. And I'd say, I'm going to ask since, since I've met you actually during the last, like, what was it? Has it been over? Wow. Has it been a while? Nine years. <laughs> I feel like we're nine in a time years. warp now. I'm like, wait, I'm 52. What just happened? Like <laughs> nine, nine or 10 years. Okay. I've, okay. I've been in an alley land. Yeah. 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 I mean, since you started doing what you kind of do today, right? Was there a point that you're like, okay, something's got to change with this model or who I'm being or how this is set up, you know, to serve me? Uh, a thousand percent. It was last year. So we got to a Perfect. place where, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> I mean, but last year, you know, Landon is three. Lauren is Lauren. Um, you know, she's amazing and she's eight, you know, so she requires an energy and then the business just keeps growing. Michael is out touring. So it's, it got to a place where if I do not do something different, Carrie will no longer sustain like my mm. mental health, physical health. So I hired a fractional COO to come in, which was really huge for me because I've been so used to running my business by myself. I mean, for 25 years, I ran my businesses without anyone like as a, as a partner in that sense. So that mm. has been a really big learning curve, letting go, learning to trust. And then we brought in a fractional CMO at the end of last year. And I took my first ever staycation at the end of 2023. Ooh. And I booked my, it was, okay, this is a really funny story, Allie. I was supposed to go to an event and I booked my ticket. I bought the ticket to attend. And my team was like, mm -mm, you cannot carry, you keep talking about how stressed you are, how tired you are. Like you just need to, you just need to go do something. And it, 
it fought every bone in my body. They had like an intervention like, with you. They, they did pretty much <laughs> like, you're not going. And I'm like, but what if we do this? And what if I meet someone? And what if I find a brand partner? And what if, you know, what if, what if, and they're like, you can't do it. And so I, I didn't, I booked myself at the Ritz in Laguna. I had three nights, four days by myself. And, you know, I will say I really struggled with, I need to work. I, I'm not working. I should be doing something or my kids need me. Are they going to be okay? And then after a couple of days, after a nice spa day, I'm like, this is amazing. Like, why didn't I do this sooner? Totally. And now I am actually, I'm putting those staycations on my calendar every quarter, every quarter. I need two to three nights away and without kids, without, because how do, how do we grow our businesses, Allie, if we don't have any space to think about them? We're just working yeah. on them all the time. Yeah. And so I've, I've, of course I know that. But actually doing the thing to make the change was something that I was not doing and had yeah. not been doing. So it's, yeah. it's so important. I know we're sick of hearing it and it's such a cliche. We're like, yeah, yeah, we know, blah, blah. And um, it is night and day. I know how I feel, think and operate when I'm rested versus, mm -hmm. versus not even a stressful week, but a normal week in my life now yeah, at, at, with, with yeah. The, the business and the kids and just, you know, everything and trying to also have like a social life, God forbid. Right. And, and all this stuff and then self-care <laughs> and then What's by that? the way, looking yeah. good at this age takes a little more time <laughs> and services. A little more effort. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping the local economy, you know, like, yes, like these, these appointments. And so it's, um, you know, and then we're both dealing also, we wanted to talk about, you know, the perimenopause starts to kick in, less energy, all this. And so I love what you just said. And you reminded me, I used to do this once a quarter, I would get yeah. very clear um, on booking a few days of like just space because I get zero, even in the house by myself, I end up doing things and puttering around of and course. organizing. We just do yeah. that. So, you know, having like zero booked and I prescribe it for my clients as well. So, you know, I've got to eat my own dog food, as Michelle Bosch says. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And you know what? I talk to my clients about it all the time, too. And especially when you get to a certain level in business, we work hard no matter what level we're in. But we're starting out, we're in grind startup mode. And then, you know, we're in the emerging, now I get to hire team mode. But then you get to multiple seven figures. And for me, Allie, there's a new sense of responsibility. There's a new stress. Because now I don't have a little team. And I remember you were there too. I have, a, I have a big team. I have a lot of mouths to feed. And that stress, whether you know it or not, really plays an impact. It plays an impact on my life. And all my labs are like, you have, you have got to do something with your stress management. <laughs> and I feel yeah. happy though. Like I'm so grateful. But that constant stress of, are we, are we sustainable? Do we have the right team? that again, kind of that decision fatigue you get to with, you know, you cannot make these really powerful decisions for your life or your business when you're exhausted, when mm. you're just, okay, I have 15 minutes to make a decision, you know, because I have stuff to do that just doesn't work. And so whether it's, I, there's a book called it's the one, right. And it was the gentleman who started Keller Williams. Do you remember his name, Allie? No. And I don't think I I've actually to, heard of I that book. To... I don't think I've heard of that book. Okay, so it's been referred to me now a couple times, and um, it's so perfect because so much of what I teach is stop trying to serve all people and really understand your one. And what's the one thing mm. that you want to get known for? Because it is such a crowded marketplace. But he also shares 
in the book that he takes um, four days off a month consecutively, like four days. And, and that's my a, personal and that's trainer a man. that I recently hired. He <laughs> does that. Women too. need more. Yeah. The one, the, where is it? I'm like, The One Thing by Gary Keller. Okay. The One Thing. Oh, yeah. And that mm-hmm. was. That was really interesting because I haven't gotten that far through the book. Um, But gosh, what would life be like if we took three to four days off every single month to not have anything on our calendar to be able to plan? Because the staycation is great, but am I going to wait 90 days for the next break in my life where I can think and invent? And so I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I haven't done it yet. I don't even know where I would find right now, three to four days on my calendar, but I know there's another woman right now who kind of needs permission to do this, who between children and work, like you're just booked to the brim. And I will tell you at the end of 2023, Allie, I felt like a rubber band that was just going to implode. And I'm like, I have to do something different. That doesn't mean I'm not happy. It doesn't mean I'm not grateful, but there's only so much. And then, yeah, you throw in perimenopause, hormones are like rock bottom. you know. So it's a lot that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. It's okay to say, I need space. I need help. And the wonderful thing is Michael's like, you go. Like go on this vacation. He's like, can I do that? I'm like, honey, you have them all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I know. Very hey, supportive. T- tell everybody a bit if they don't know the context <laughs> of your, uh, you know, a husband who it was. It, what a great, what a great story. I mean, you know, you two coming together, and now you have this life in California. And like, if you don't mind sharing a bit, because it gives some context into your life, which is there's blessings, but there's also yeah. craziness, right? Oh, always, always. So let's just rewind a little bit. So I had Lauren at 40. She was a surprise and delight. And for the first three years, it was just Lauren and I, I had no family here. Inspired living was very much in startup mode. And yet there was a sense of peace. I I felt very connected to God during that time. I felt I learned how to meditate, how to breathe, how to set intentions. So it was just Lauren and I in this little like beach cottage, two blocks from the beach. And then I'm like, I, you know, this is great. And I want to spend my life with someone. So I'm like, how do I do that? I don't go out. So I got on two apps. I got on eHarmony, which sent sent me everything I didn't want. Oh gosh. (laughs) And then I got on Bumble. (laughs) I'm like, what the heck? Did you actually listen to anything that I wrote that I was looking for? And I remember Michael came up and I swiped right because he's really cute. But there was, I wasn't quite and sure because there was something Sorry. about music and tall. I have a, I had a very strong, no musician, no actor policy. And oh, because so, well, um, you, they're, they're usually trouble, right? Yeah. And you know what? They're not reliable. It's, you know, use, growing up in entertainment, I used to own a talent agency, like the struggle, the constant need, um, a lot of narcissism too, in that industry, and because you're just constantly looking for validation and and it's very self-serving. So anyway, <laughs> let's continue. Michael swiped on me too. And it was his ex-wife that actually told him to get on Bumble. And I was the first <laughs> match that he had. Now, Bumble gives you one Hail Mary for the guys. So he, you have 24 hours to connect with the guy. The woman has to initiate the conversation or it goes away. So I was just going to let it expire. Because I was like, I don't know, a musician. Meh. And so he used his one Hail Mary. I was like, well, now I have to talk to him or else I'd be a total B. So we had a conversation on Saturday. We had our first date on Monday, November 19th. I remember at Mangiamo's in Manhattan Beach. And that was like, I walked into the bar and I see this very fine dressed, handsome man. Dashing is a word I think of when I think of Michael. He's dashing. dashing. Yeah, he's very handsome and very well put together. I love a guy who's well put together. 
And then I found out, you know what? He actually has a pretty solid career. And so he's one of the top saxophonists in his genre. It's not smooth jazz. It's like contemporary R&B jazz. And he's phenomenal. And I will tell you, I just, I grew up with music. My grandma was a professional musician. So was my uncle. So I have a real affinity toward music. I just didn't want to have to be the person that was carrying the other person. And Michael, oh my gosh, his work ethic. He loves what he does. We have a very musical family. We had Landon at 45. When I was 45, he was 50. And I remember Ali, he's like, I'd really love to experience what it's like to, you know, go through this process. I was like, well, that's great. Good luck, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I remember we did Good a whole luck. other show on this. I remember your face. You're like, he wants a baby. What? <laughs> what? Like, like Lauren, Lauren's four. The business is doing well. We have a really great life. Yeah. And I'm like, Babe, I can't even imagine cool. going back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are we doing? I gave him, I gave him a couple months. I said, look, if I get pregnant, great. If I don't, we're moving on. A month later, we got pregnant. I was like, well, whoop, there it is. Is it whoop? Whoop. Yeah. Um, so, you know, looking back though, Landon is such a joy for him to have Lauren and them to have siblings. Cause we don't, Michael's family's in Denmark. He doesn't have a big family at all. All my family's up in Oregon. So again, you know, another chapter, so grateful. And I'm so grateful. I'm not, you know, up at the crack of dawn and breastfeeding like that chapter it's complete um but for a lot of us in our 40s we're empty nesters we have kids going off to college i have two sisters that have kids going off to college and i have a four and eight year old and that yeah. requires a different energy too you know it they does. want you to play they you know it's and i know it's going to get different as they get older but it does it definitely requires a lot of my energy for them too but it was such a great story about michael i want to remind i want to remind you ladies to like have what it is that you want, but don't be so stuck in it that you're not willing to explore other options. Because mm. if I if I didn't go on that date with Michael, I would not have this life. If I was a, a real hard no with what I thought he was, and this is, goes for anything in life, like give yourself like play, like get, why don't you just go see before you say no? I think like be careful some, on the list. The list is important. Yeah. But. I think you just tapped into something that I think um, people are losing right now. The sense of curiosity, the sense of play, mm -hmm. the sense of adventure yeah. of like meeting new people with different beliefs and opinions and experiences. I think part of this culture of us all getting like, you know, narrowed into categories and labeled and, you know, even what you did just That's generally true. like, like musician, he's going to be living on my couch and like, you know, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, some of us the starving artists, some people yeah. feel that way, you know, politically, like they, they're like, oh, I only want to talk to these kind of people. Like you just kind of tapped into something that's happening, I think overall, and we all need to remember, like, just take a deep breath and like, get to know people, get to know other types of people. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, with a partner. Isn't that interesting that, you know, we're taught to like, I, I like those exercises. Well, it's get clear what you want, but sometimes I'm willing to trust God to choose for me. And oh I think as God, I'm older, yeah. I, I get open to that because sometimes what happens then is better when that, when I open up mm -hmm. to that versus what I think I know I wanted, you know, this kind of company oh, and this so kind good. of business model and this partner, yeah. and he's going to look yeah. like this and he drives this car. I mean, remember those things that we'd be walked through, we'd be doing the journaling and yes, yes. Oh, I'm so much more peace now. But yeah, but for you to yeah. be like, whether, you know, God, universe, like the, the plan is so much greater than you can see. And sometimes you have to let go of what you think is right at the moment. And just like you said, be willing to explore. Same thing with your business, like have a strategy, 
have, you know, the way that you're going to do you, but then be like, Hey, I'm going to try this. And, and I will say, Ali, so many of the women that come to me, it's like, I tried it and it didn't work. And it yeah. kills me because for me anyway, if I gave up every time I tried something, there's no way I would have the business I have today. Even the relationship I have today, like you have to be willing to try things a few times before you just say, okay, I did it. It didn't work. Um, cause I see that, like I tried video carry, it didn't work. I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? I went yeah. live every single day for a month. I'm like you had no strategy. You didn't know who you were talking to. You just like going live a month for every day, once a yeah. month, like that's not going to do anything for you. Talking about your you know breakfast I mean? so, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one cares. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I think the same thing, like be willing to have fun and be curious and know that God's plan for your life is greater than you can see. And yeah. I think going back something we talked so much about, Allie, as long as I've known you, it's really trusting your intuition. And I will say that's one thing too, even though I'm hiring all these experts on my team and all these leaders on my team, at the end of the day, the ball stops with me. Like I mm. have to trust what I feel is right for me and the business. And that can be challenging because, you know, as you grow, you have different people with different thoughts and different ideas. So there is that be playful and curious. And, you know, be able to trust source, trust your intuition, because it will always guide you. Tell us about your renditions of your career, you know, because you have you have quite a few different chapters of Carrie, you know, the, on the last mm. episode of Carrie, um, the, yeah. <laughs> from the beginning, because it's, it's a really cool story of evolution and how you, how you came yeah. to do what you're doing today. Uh so crazy. So let's just go like way back before I even started a business. Because when I tell people I've been on camera for over 30 years, they're like, what? So I, I growing up, I, I had a grandmother that looked like Marilyn Monroe. I had lots of music and actors and entertainment in my family. And so I just knew early on, I wanted to be on camera. I didn't know what that looked like. I just knew that it would be fun. So I tried acting. I did commercials. I will tell you, putting Carrie on a script is painful. My acting oh. classes, he'd always be like, can you work on this? Like you missed the beat or whatever. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So this is why I teach women. You cannot be on script. But anyway, so at 11 years old, right? I, I'm doing this. I'm getting on camera. I'm learning this. So when I started my first business at 22, I already had a comfort level of being visible and I used video at that moment as an interior designer. I was the local interior design expert on our morning show. I always use video to grow my business. I just wasn't aware of it because it was just second skin. Like it was so comfortable for me to do that. But this is way before we had social media, websites, all the things. So I remember when I started my interior design business, I went and worked in a furniture store after I got my little trade certificate. I got five clients at the furniture store, quick, quit the furniture store, and just went into interior design full-time. That lasted about five years. And I, I do love beautiful things. I love beautiful brands. I think the aesthetic of inspired living, I have such a high bar for it because it's just part of who I am. But after five years of doing that, like so many of us who work for ourselves by ourselves, it just gets really lonely. And so about five years in, my mom calls me and says, Carrie, there's a modeling agency for sale. And at the time, Allie, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, I had worked for a talent agency. I went through one as a kid. And I'm like, but if I was to do anything, my I think my superpower is seeing potential in people, like cultivating talent, 
this is why I, I love what I do because I can see in you. Oh my gosh, what about this? And what about this? So that was great for the interior design. But then I went and bought that talent agency I went through as a little girl with my mom at 27. We both put in $15,000, which I say like, that's a lot at 27. Think about that in your life now. Where do you just plop down 15,000 and say, I'm going all in um, and built that business. It was about, we bought it and it was doing about 150,000 a year. And when the 2008 recession hit, we were right about seven, 800,000. And I, I lost my tail. I lost, I lost what I thought was everything. Let's be honest. My identity Mm. short sold my home, like my pride. Oh my God. My ego. It was because in Portland, big fish, small town. And it was very, was it a visible collapse? Like people knew like Carrie Murphy bought that and it failed. Is that what you're feeling? That's what I felt. That's, I felt like everybody knew that I was such a shame that I, I remember I had to send out an email to all my talent, all my vendors. I remember a U-Haul pulling up to the agency. I mean, Allie, going back, it, it feels like it was so long ago and it feels like yesterday. And so at that point, um, the blessing of that, and whether you believe in God or not, I will tell you, that year was such a momentous year because as the agency was slowly dying, I got my first national hosting job on the Golf Channel. I was an MTV made coach. I had coached a Miss America. So all of these things were happening. So when the agency closed, I had signed with an LA agent. Um, I just was like, okay, that chapter's done. Mm-hmm. I packed up my car and moved to Los Angeles. And I look back at that time, I'm 33, Allie, and it was like, bananas looking back at that time. I moved seven times in three years. I'd get a job. I'd lose a job. Right? They'd start a show. The show would get canceled. And then um, another blessing is I got asked to be a neuro-linguistics practitioner, a trainer for a company. And I traveled the world for a year doing this. I forgot and that's about that part of your story. Living. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. That's what it started inspired living. So all my clients were international. People were like, oh my God, I love you. Do you coach? And I was like, sure, I coach. And so Inspired Living was life coaching when it started. Kevin Mm. Sorbo was my first interview because he was a fan of the Golf Channel. So I started Inspired Living TV interviewing celebrities back in 2009 before people were even doing the thing. Yeah, Um, And that was really, that was the birth of Inspired Living. And just like so many of us that start a business, I was trying to serve every single person. It was health and, and fitness and relationships and finance and all the things. My first client, actually, he was going through a divorce and I coached him through it. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm 33, 34. To this day, he thanks me. Thank you, Lee. Um, but that's, that is so crazy. And then you, my lady, kept coming into my life through random people saying, you should know Allie, you should know Allie. And I'm not even, I'm not even online at this point. I have no idea who you are or what you do. And then again, <laughs> fast forward 10 years, I was a part of Premier. I'm a part of the trust we've become friends, our kids, like, again, if there's not a divine hand in life, I just don't even know. Um, but that was like kind of where Inspired Living came to be. And then it was about in 2012, I really got clear on teaching entrepreneurs how to be on camera. I was watching someone in our industry, very well known, and it was just super smiley, super over the top. It didn't feel authentic. And I was like, wait a second here. Like, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, and I've been on camera for this many, like, let's put them together. Mm. And that it exploded that. And again, think about Allie, that was way before the pandemic, way before we felt like we had to be visible. Yeah. Like video has been a huge tool. There's no way I'd have the company I have today. If I didn't start off using video and putting out content before 
you know, it was even a, a real thing. It's interesting because I, I think, um, Every time you and I kind of connect and have a deeper conversation on this, I just keep thinking, okay, you know, we thought video was important 10 years ago. Look how it's become everything now. It's the algorithms everything. are, are, um, you know, rewarding it like all the top platforms. Give us your perspective though, on where things are going, you know, as far as gosh, no one's, this is what we hear at least, right? People don't have attention spans anymore. They're not going to watch uh, longer form content. You should be only doing shorts. You know, I've had clients, you know, whose target market are, you know, uh, older women. And they're saying, you know, they're getting advice like saying, oh, you should be on TikTok and, and people don't know what to do. Right. So can yeah. you give us a mm -hmm. little state of the union, you think, with video where it's going? And maybe <laughs> maybe give us some tips on what, you know, what are a few things we could do right now to use it better or make it work for us? Yes. Oh, love that question. And AI comes in so much. Like, is AI going to take over? And I will say AI is a great tool. It's a great starting point. If you struggle with content, like you could put some thoughts in there, who your, who your ideal client is, what the pain point is, and they could pop out topics for you all day. Mm. But I can tell in a nanosecond if something is AI generated, um, it's going to get more sophisticated though. Or if you're scripted, it doesn't sound like you. So short form content, yes, it is true. Our attention spans are shorter. We have more people vying for our attention, more ads. So what do you do? Well, again, you, have, you really do, Al. Allie, have three to eight seconds to keep someone's attention. So we start, I always say, start your videos with the pain point or the possibility. The biggest mistake I see people make is they make their videos all about themselves. And I mean, no one cares. We're, we're going so fast that if you can address a pain of mine or help me step into possibility in the first few seconds, then I'll listen to your story mm. and why you and all that. So I would say short form is for attention grabbing, getting new leads, getting people to, to subscribe to things. But once they're in your community, this is where long form content lives. I know for myself, I will absolutely, once I love you, once I follow you, I want to hear from you. I want more long form content. So again, short form is more for like the general public yeah. building audience, discovery leads. But then once you, mm -hmm. yes, once you have them in your community, long form content on YouTube right now is huge. It was do shorts, do shorts. Now they're saying, okay, now long form content. So Three to five minutes, I think, is a really great sweet spot. And then for us who are doing podcasting and interviews, I would say 20 to 40 minutes is really where you should live in those. Like, what could I listen to when I'm out for a quick walk or during my commute? Mm -hmm. um, we are all busy, but we still take time to watch Netflix, right? We still watch time to watch things that we care about. It is yeah. your job to create content that I care about, not that you care about, that I, your ideal client, care about. So that's, you know, TikTok. I have, I have mixed thoughts on that. I hope I it, it blows really up, but it doesn't on... look like it's going away. It's just so... Oh, I know. <laughs> Don't get it, me At going. the end of the day, Allie, <laughs> I will say you just, you have to do you. I think that is the most important thing when it comes to creating content, when it comes to being visible. It's like, will you please stop doing anything that feels unauthentic? If you're not gonna, if you don't want to dance, what was it the other day? I saw Jasmine Starr saying, I'm not dancing anymore. Like I'm not doing it. Like it was fun for a minute. And it's not me. And I think I just gained a whole new level of respect for her saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really have to decide who am I and be that because that's the only <laughs> thing you have that's different. I tell people all the time, like what you do is not interesting. Who you are is interesting. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting only putting out content about what you do, people are going to be bored out of their board. But if you can actually be like, Hey, but this is my life and this is what I love. And this is what I, I don't like. And 
like that's what, if you think about it, like those are the things that actually create bonds and connections and yeah, clients. Yeah. yeah. The so those attraction right comes now. from the resonance. And I think what people need to realize is, and I, I actually forgot that I said this years ago and it, it's so good. Like a really good brand attracts as much as it repels. And, yes, and you're seeing now absolutely. that right now with really, when you have a strong um, identity and who you are and what you're speaking on and you're authentic and, um, you know, just, just real. And, you know, you hear this all mm-hmm. the time, but really saying the things you want to say and in the way that, you know, like you're feeling like you're talking to one, that one person that creates like a frequency and you will attract yeah. the right people for you. But we're all consumed though, then with the metrics and the likes and like, Oh, these people unfollowed me. And you know, how do you, how do you talk to your clients about that? Because then they see people, some people may not like that. Some people are making weird comments or I got, now I got trolls, you know, what do you, what do you say? (laughs) Hey, that's a good sign. If you have trolls, that's a good sign. And like you said, there's going to be people that love you and people that don't. And what a beautiful thing, because you're not here to help all people. And there's a lot of unhappy people in the world that all they want to do is spew, you know, their, their unhappiness on other people. So I'm a big fan of bless and block. Bless and block. <laughs> like, goodbye, Felicia. Farewell. I look that, I, I like that. Bless and block. Bless and block. It's like, a, I'm going to have that um, on a hat. Bless <laughs> and put it on a shirt, right? Yeah. Bless and block. And that that is real. And, and it's amazing to me, Allie, that with the women we work with, how much that fear of judgment is is real, the fear of not being liked. And they're incredible at what they do. But what will my family think? I had one woman, she's a realtor, she's incredible. And she would not put out a video because she was so scared about what her what her family would say. But I'm like, look, your family is not your ideal client. That's not who you're looking to serve. My family still thinks I post way too much. They don't get it. I'm like, I I understand you don't get it and you don't need to because you're not the person I'm trying to reach. So metrics, I'll tell you, the the algorithms change as often as the weather. Like you Mm -hmm. just have to, again, be really clear on who you're serving, why you're serving them, like why you're, I want to go back to really quickly, Allie, when it comes to video, going back to be the guide, not the hero. Yes, we do want to see your celebrations. Yes, we do want to see your luxury vacation and all those things. But if that's all we see, I will admire you, but I will not think that you get me. I will not hire you. I don't care what you are, an attorney, a realtor, a med spa owner, a coach. Like you got to show me that you can get me through the hard stuff. Mm. And that's where like, where are you being a guide? Where are you saying like, hey, I can help you with this. I know I've been there, right? I've been there. I have the Bless and Block t-shirt. But it really is getting clear on that. And when you get that, video doesn't, you don't really care anymore. And the metrics are there and the metrics are there as a guide, but they are not the hero. They are just numbers. So, and we really work with our clients on how are you getting in front of the right people? I will say paid advertising. Um, it's, it's almost a must now because you're not getting engagement. People aren't seeing your content. So if you really want to be building your email list, your launches, all the things, you got to pay to play. And there's nothing mm. wrong with that. But that is a long-term game. And for us, that has been huge. I mean, we went from a million to multi-millions by really nailing down our ad strategy and then having a conversion event to nurture those people and bring them in. Mm-hmm. And you teach all this in your programs? Yeah, okay. I do. Cool. And I think you have something yeah. coming up that people can jump on if they're interested? Yeah. One of our, you know, kind of signature things that people love is our Convert on Camera Masterclass. It's five days. And I go much deeper on the things I've talked about here, but like, how do you stand out? 
How do you, you know, carve your niche? How do you, we talk about category of one, right? How do you articulate your message? All the things that I've talked about, it's a free five-day training. And, um, and we're hosting one almost every other month right now because it's so needed. It is so mm. needed. And it's really for women over 40 who know they're amazing, but lack leverage in their business and they, they don't have the reach that they want. So that's what's coming up next. Fantastic. Where, where did they learn about that? You can go to inspiredliving.tv, like television, forward slash confident. Okay, great. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Okay. Um, But I'll tell you, I have people say this was the best free training I've ever gone through. I mean, it's worth more than things I've paid for. So I hold nothing back. And it really is about helping you. Just remember video is just a muscle. It's just a tool. Like stop taking it so seriously. It's It's just a conduit to reach your person. Like, do you freak out every time you answer the phone? You don't. And video <laughs> will become that to you. It will. Video video will start to be that. I know it's just natural for you. I was I had Instagram open the other day. My kids were scrolling because I was showing them something and they saw you there. They're just like, that's Carrie's mom. I mean, sorry, that, that's, they said, <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> yeah, no, they said, that's Lauren's mom. And I said, yes, because that's how they know you. It's Lauren's mom. Um, and they still call right. her, ba- we still call her baby Lauren because when they're like, Lauren, I'm like, baby Lauren. Like, oh yeah. So um, oh, they've yeah. been asking yeah. to see so you cute. guys. So we'll have to come out again soon because they love, they love coming I to visit. I would love that. Oh my gosh. You know, Lauren and Maddie. Yes. I know that so over the years, that. you've been part of a lot of communities. You've been in some of my rooms as well. Um, tell everyone why you decided to be a part of the trust. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we all have lots of opportunities to network um, and, but I will say as I've grown my business, Allie, there are fewer rooms that I, I really honestly want to be in that might not sound that nice, but time for me is the most precious thing I own. So really being clear with where I spend it is vital. And so I love, I love my little trust cup. I use it every single day and I joined the trust because I love you. And I think that you bring great value, but what has kept me in the trust is the members. Um, I would not miss unless I absolutely have to, uh, one of your in-person events, they are just magnetic. I mean, the, the women that you bring together, th- what we share, the generosity, the how can I help you, especially when you get to seven, eight, nine figures, I think that's hard to find. I think women are actually more competitive than you think. It's like, oh my gosh, if I have this, I can't let you have it. Like if I'm teaching you ads, I can't let, I can't teach you ads because you can't be more successful than me. And when like the, the old boys club, right, that's, that's what they did. And you really have created the sophisticated group of women that really love each other, that want to show up and support each other and are doing badass things in the world. And mm. I want to be in a room where I'm inspired with the people I, I'm around, where I aspire to be like them. And you definitely have created that space. I absolutely love being a member of the trust. Well, we love having you and I can't wait to see you in Naples in a few weeks with, I know. R- with Rebecca Minkoff and we're at the Ritz and this is going to so be, excited. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm going to get there a few days early to, you know, sleep <laughs> yeah. and rest and- a couple of days after. Ooh, yeah. maybe I'll have to as well. Um, yeah. So, okay. And then my last question, Carrie, is what is the reward in all this for you? Mm. I would say the reward is really feeling like I'm I'm doing my God work. I feel like with Inspired Living, the first two businesses, I really, I love them, but they weren't, they didn't encompass really who I was or the gifts that I have. 
And I will tell you, the reward for inspired living is is feeling this sense of wholeness that I'm really doing the work I'm meant to do. I'm utilizing my gifts to the best and highest. I'm helping other women do the same. So there's just, just the reward is feeling this sense of incredible value and, and mm. gratitude for the ability to do the work that I do. I feel mm. it every single day. And again, that doesn't mean it doesn't come with its stress and sometimes the overwhelm, the burnout. Um, but the reward is just feeling like, ah, I'm doing, I'm doing good work. Oh, I love it. Carrie, thank you for joining mm. us today. Everyone be sure to follow Carrie. You we'll put all of her handles in the show notes here. And listen, ladies, if you're listening to this or watching this and you are above the $1 million mark, have a look at jointhetrust.org. We'd love to consider having you as a member. We have some incredible events, virtual and on, um, sorry, virtual and in person coming up. We do a mix. It's so, so important to gather. And um, mm-hmm. as Carrie said, it's just this generous, heart-centered group of women who have also though created these badass businesses. And that's what I love about it is I didn't have to say you have to be heart-centered to be part of the group. It's just very naturally happening and who we're attracting and who we're gathering. And it just continues to expand. And it's been so great having you with us, Carrie. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Allie. Bye. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Subscribe now to the Reward Podcast to be sure to not miss an episode. And don't forget to visit jointhetrust.org to learn more about our modern community for forward-thinking seven- and eight-figure women entrepreneurs. You can learn more, apply to join us, or refer another woman you know who is over the million-dollar mark and is ready for a different type of women's network. We have events coming up both live and online that are truly creating new possibilities for female leaders. That's jointhetrust.org. See you there.